Hey, and welcome to True Crime Stories with Stephanie. Here we talk about murder, mystery, paranormal activity, and unsolved true crime cases. If you're a true crime junkie like myself, be sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. Today's episode's about Christopher Dutch, aka Dr. Death. Have you heard of him? Christopher Daniel Dutch. Well, he was a former neurosurgeon who's been nicknamed Dr. D and Dr. Death for gross malpractice resulting in death and maiming of 33 patients. 33 patients, y'all. Now, all this happened while working at hospitals in Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And then Dutch was accused of maiming four patients and then killing two others. Christopher Dutch was born in Minnesota, but spent most of his youth in Memphis, Tennessee. He's a graduate of Evangelical Christian School in Cordova, a suburb of Memphis. Dutch initially had ambitions of playing college football, but was unable to catch on on either Division III Millsap College or Division I Colorado State University. So basically, football was just not his thing. And by the time he returned home to attend Memphis State University, which is now the University of Memphis, he had exhausted all his eligibility, so he decided to set his sights on becoming a neurosurgeon. Kind of random, but okay. Dutch completed the MD, PhD, and neurosurgery residency program at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center. And then he completed the Spine Fellowship program there as well. And what proved to be kind of like foreshadowing of the things to come, he was suspected of being under the influence of cocaine during this time while operating during his fourth year of residency. That should have definitely been a sign right there. But Dutch was sent to an impaired um, physician's program and then was allowed to return to the residency program. He did complete his residency, having participated in fewer than 100 total surgeries. That's just a very small fraction of the thousand surgeries that most neurosurgery residents have to do. Dutch began operating in Texas in 2010 when he moved to Dallas to work at Baylor Plano, Plano, sorry if I said that wrong y'all, early on he left a bad impression, especially with the fellow surgeons, um, uh, one longtime vascular surgeon, his name was Randall Kirby, recalled that Dunch frequently boasted about his ability despite being so new to the area, so that definitely was just a red flag, like, dude, you're new, why <laughs> do you feel like you just got it like that, and several of Dutch's operations at Baylor ended with patients severely maimed. Maimed, y'all. Dutch severed a major artery in patient Kelly Martin's spine, causing her to bleed to death. Okay, soon afterwards, Baylor forced his resignation. Dutch then moved on to Dallas Medical Center in Farmer's Branch, where he was employed for less than a week before he was dismissed by administrators after the death of another patient, Florella Brown, in the maiming of another Mary Effort. Now he severed Brown's vertebral artery, which ultimately caused her death from a stroke. Um, I'll leave a picture here just kind of explaining what that is exactly, which ultimately caused her to die from the stroke. And a day later, he severed one of Effort's nerve roots during spinal fusion surgery 
and left surgical hardware in her back muscles, y'all. Like, what is going on? Longtime spine surgeon Robert Henderson performed the salvage surgery on effort. He described Dutch's work on her to a child playing with a Tinker Toys on an Etcher set. Okay, so he's basically just playing around in these patients, not doing anything but harm. Effort was left paralyzed as a result. Um, there was no information available indicating what investigation the state licensing agency did or if Dallas Medical Center notified the Texas Medical Board either. In December 2011, according to court proceedings, Dutch emailed a colleague saying, I'm ready to leave the love and kindness and goodness and patience and I mix with everything else that I am and become a cold-blooded killer. Now, if that doesn't red, raise some red flags, I don't know what does, y'all. After leaving Dallas Medical Center, Dutch received a job at an outpatient clinic named Legacy Surgery Center. Meanwhile, the Methodist Hospital in Dallas, where Dutch had applied for a job, reported him to the National Practitioner Data Bank, which is basically a way for hospitals and other physicians to make reports on people, um, as far as like nurses, surgeons, hospitals, if anything's not right or going the way that it's supposed to. And even after these reports, Dutch was hired by University General Hospital in Dallas in the spring of 2013. Soon after that, he severely maimed Jeff Guildwell after mistaking part of his neck muscle for a tumor. Look, I'm sorry, okay, I'm laughing because it's just that ridiculous. Like this guy, it's like he didn't go to school at all. Severing one of his vocal cords, cutting a hole in his esophagus. Like, wow, y'all, wow. Slicing an artery and leaving a surgical sponge embedded in his throat as well. Like, he was trying to kill this guy. He, he was, this is murder. He was trying to murder this guy. Kirby was rushed in to repair the damage and later dis described what he found after opening Guildwell back up as a work of a crazed manic. Like, crazed manic, y'all. This was quotes, crazed manic. He later told Guildwell that it was clear Dutch had tried to kill him. Plain and simple, Guildwell was left with only one vocal cord and was partially paralyzed on his whole left side. Under heavy lobbying from Henderson and Kirby, the Texas Medical Board suspended Dutch's license on June 26, 2013. And they revoked it, they ended up revoking it on December 6. Dutch moved to Denver area and his life ended up just going in this horrible downward spiral from there. He was arrested for DUI in Denver, taken for a psychiatric evaluation in Dallas during one of his visits to see his children, and was arrested in Dallas for shoplifting. So this, he was wilding out, y'all. He just, he knew he messed up, basically, at this point. In March 2014, um, three former patients of Dutch, Eford, um, Kenneth Fennell, and Lee Passmore filed separate federal lawsuits against Baylor, the hospital, alleging that the hospital allowed Dutch to perform these surgeries despite knowing that he was a dangerous physician because people had been reporting it to the database. Remember, guys, and Texas Attorney General Greg Abbott filed a motion to intervene in the suits to defend the hospital, Baylor, 
citing the Texas legislator 2013 statute that placed a medical malpractice cap of 250,000 along with the state's removal of terms gross negligence from the definition of legal malice. Um, the, the suit alleged that Baylor made an average net profit of 65000 on every spinal surgery performed by Dutch. So basically, the lawyers for the hospital was trying to say that um, the damage that he caused was not at the cap that it would have to be at for them to try and you know take it to court. Now, the two doctors who have been seeing Dutch's work, um, Henderson and Kirby, feared that Dutch could move elsewhere and still theoretically get a medical license. Convinced that he was clear and a present danger to the public, they urged and pushed the Dallas County District Attorney's Office to pursue criminal charges. Now, the inquiry went nowhere until 2015, and that's when the statute of limitation on any potential charges was due to run out. Now, part of the problem was being to prove that judges' actions were willing, willful and intentional as defined by Texas law. After interviewing dozens of Dutch's patients and their survivors, prosecutors concluded that Dutch's actions were indeed criminal and nothing short of imprisonment would prevent him from practicing medicine again. As part of their investigation, they obtained the 2011 email in which that's when Dutch had um, emailed his colleagues saying he desired, desired to become a cold-blooded killer. In July of 2015, approximately a year and a half after his license was revoked, Dutch was arrested in Dallas and charged with six felony counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, his hands, and surgical tools. Five counts of aggravated assault causing serious bodily injury and one count of injury to a child, elder, or disabled person. And that was for um, the one of his patients that was considered to be an elder. The indictments were handed up just four months before the statute of limitation would run out. The last charge um, was for the maiming and paralyzing of Eford. Um, prosecutors put a high priority on that charge as it proved the widest sentencing range, and that's the one for the elder that you know we were just saying. And with Dutch facing up to life in prison if convicted, Prosecutors sought a sentence long enough to ensure that Dutch would never be able to practice medicine again. During the trial, prosecutors called many of Dutch's other patients to the stand in order to prove that his actions were intentional. According to his lawyer, Dutch only realized how bad of a job he had done as a surgeon when prosecution experts told the jury about his many blunders on the operating table. He didn't even realize that he wasn't a good surgeon, y'all. That's, that's, that's wild. His defense blamed Dutch's actions on poor training and, and control by the hospitals. After 13 days of trial, the jury needed only four hours to convict him for the maiming of Eifert. On February 20, 2017, he was sentenced to life in prison. All four hospitals that employed Dutch have an ongoing civil case against them as well. So this was the story of Mr. Christopher Dutch, Dr. D., aka Dr. Death. What are y'all thoughts below? I, I, during the trial, prosecutors called many of Dutch's other patients to the stand in order to prove that his actions were intentional. According to his lawyer, Dutch only realized how bad of a job he had done as a surgeon when prosecutors expert, pros, when prosecution expert told the jury about his many blunders on the operating table. 
he didn't even realize that he wasn't a good surgeon, y'all. That's, that's, that's wild. His defense blamed Dutch's actions on poor training and, and control by the hospitals. After 13 days of trial, the jury needed only four hours to convict him for the maiming of Eifert. On Jan... I'm sorry. On February 20th, 2017, he was sentenced to life in prison. All four hospitals that employed Dutch have an ongoing civil case against them as well. So this was the story of Mr. Christopher Dutch, Dr. D, a.k.a. Dr. Death. What are y'all thoughts below? I, I first heard about this story on a podcast last year, and I was just so intrigued. Like, I had never heard of a doctor or any kind of hospital or anything of this magnitude at all of him just completely killing and maiming his patients that's just bizarre to me so if you guys have any suggestions on who you'd like me to cover thank you so much for listening to today's episode don't forget to follow us share us with all your true crime friends and family stay tuned for our next episode we're going to be talking about the 